You're listening to Minor Talk On Demand exclusively on 600 ESPN El Paso. Stay up to date with Minor Talk by downloading the free 600 ESPN El Paso mobile app. UTAP fans, it's time to get ready for Minor Talk with Adrian Brodus and Sal Montez. Minor Talk is presented by the Oscar Dieta Agency. Seven locations across El Paso, celebrating 24 years of serving the Sun City and Legacy Wellness Center CBD. Call into the show at 880-5763 or tweet the show at 600 ESPN El Paso on Twitter. Now, let's go live to the Lubin Go Studios with your host, Adrian Brodes. Thank you so much. Welcome back. It's Minor Talk after UTEP defeats Rice 38-28. to We don't have much time. We're getting you ready for tip-off of UTEP women's basketball with Mondo the Monster Medina live at the Haskins Center. They're taking on Northern Arizona. Stay with us here, 600 ESPN El Paso. Uh, I've got 10 things I like, 10 things I didn't like from this game when UTEP beat Rice to get their 7th victory. We'll get into this. We'll get into everything else. We've got tweets to get to, but I want to open up the phone lines in our abbreviated edition of Minor Talk at 880-5763. That's a telephone number if you'd like to weigh in. Sal Montes, what's going on, man? A short show. We got we to gotta move through this quick. Yeah, definitely. Going to break down some stats later on, but uh, pretty much I like that effort in the second half, able to really bust it wide open and uh, overcome, I believe, uh, let me make sure I have this right, a four-point deficit, something. I don't know. I'll probably have it wrong, but either way, Miners were able to blast Rice in the second half. Rice was up 21-14 at the Seven. break. There we yes, go. Yes, a Seven point lead going into the half. Uh, the Miners actually led in this one, uh, fourteen to seven, and then uh, Rice scored two touchdowns right before the end of the the uh, first half. UTEP comes back and they have twenty four unanswered points and run away with this one in this game. Uh, we'll go to Twitter real quick. We'll start it off on social media. It's UTEP Mineto who tweets us first. I think we will not be seeing Dion Hankins anymore. Hashtag Miner Talk. Another El Paso player done dirty. Man, coming off the top row uh, on the first question or first response. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people want more Deion Hankins, but unfortunately it just hasn't really happened this season. So, uh, I mean, still a, another game left and then the bowl game, so we'll see if he's able to get some carries there. Ying Yang Samurai tweets a show, UAB is another tough opponent for UTEP to mm-hmm. end the season next week. They almost beat UTSA, hashtag minor talk. Yep, good point. And UTSA was able to score in the final seconds and win in that, in that game. Um, TaylorMade at 1967 tweets the show, I hope Hardison can forgive me. And I think he means because uh, at the at the first half he said I, I want UTEP to bench Gavin Hardison. So uh, yeah, uh, how how those uh, tables have turned uh, even in the second half of this one this one right here, Sal. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you go from the miners trying to uh, get some more points at the end of the first half and a story that we've seen pretty much four times or so this season where the opposition gets a score or a pair of scores near the end of the first half. The Miners trying to get some points, interception, and Rice able to take the lead going into the half. I'm going to start off with the 10 things I didn't like. Okay. Sal, just jump in whenever you'd like. Go. Uh, number one, the refs. Um, I don't want to harp too much on the refs. You know me. You know my style. I don't like to you know get mm-hmm. too much into the weeds when it comes to the refs. Uh, I definitely thought the punter's knee was down. I definitely thought he had possession, but more than just 
that one. There was a lot of different calls. There was, you know, interceptions that weren't called that maybe mm-hmm. could have been. There were, uh, you know, that that one with Breon Hayward. I was like, what? What is going on here? There was a catch that I thought uh, Jacob Cowing had, and they called it incomplete. Uh, a lot of questionable calls by the refs uh, throughout this one. Uh, I don't want to harp too much on this one, though. Yeah, you know what? In all honesty, yes, there are bad calls against the Miners. There are bad calls against whoever the Miners are playing that day. So there's one thing is that these refs are inconsistent um, when it comes to making good calls. But if making bad calls is their forte, they're on it all the time. Then also my other thing is it can only be the refs' fault for so long. At some point, you got to stop relying on, on a certain call for the refs. Don't don't think, oh, man, the, the refs called it the other way and then have your morale down. Get the hell back up. It's Rice. Come on. Yeah, come on, man. That, uh, you're you're exactly right there, Sal. Uh, number two, as far as things I did not like today, drives that stall in enemy territory. Yeah, whenever UTEP is driving inside enemy territory and they're not able to get seven points on the board, that's a loss to me because I oh, feel yeah, like this offense time. has more to prove than than anything else. And I, I feel like they did they did a nice job of proving everybody today that they could score, they could you know actually win a game uh, when their offense needed it most. Uh, I'll get into the goods and just a little bit because there's a lot of goods on offense. I just don't like those drives that stall in enemy territory. That's bottom line. They got to end in six. Um, Number three, Hardison's forced interception in this one. Um, UTEP allowed a late touchdown in the first half. Mm -hmm. They still had the ball with a minute left. So UTEP thinks, let's score. Let's be aggressive. And they had a nice play. First play in that drive with a minute to go. They had a nice play uh, to Tyron Smith. They had it around midfield. And then Hardison kind of forces a pass. He throws an interception. Really his only bad pass of the game. I mean, he had some, uh, you know, a bad stretch there from the second quarter to the early third quarter. But I wouldn't say it was necessarily like horrible. I just think it wasn't on par of where he's Started. You know, he started this game yeah. seven for seven through the air and uh, and then he cooled off a little bit. But I just don't like his forced interception. I felt like he was trying to force it and mm-hmm. make it so UTEP had to score before the end of the first half. Rice turns around and then scores two plays later. Yeah, you know what? Definitely off target there by Hardison. But if, if there's one thing that I want to say is that credit to UTEP for at least being aggressive. We've seen it time in and time True. out where they, they play it safe and, you know, run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, or throw it on, on first down and then run it the next two down. So I'll give them credit for for at least trying to show a sense of urgency to get some points. Didn't work out, but you want to see this team be aggressive in those situations. Number four in the things I did not like from this game, just across the board, not necessarily UTEP, but just, uh, you know, across the board in this one. One of the one, the one things that I did not like in this one was UTEP's defense before the half. How many times have we said this, Sal? Oh, man, terrible. I'll, I'll just reel off these games. Uh, New Mexico. Yep. Of course, Boise State. Come on. Um, I also want to say Old Dominion. Yes. And maybe Florida Atlantic. Do I have North Texas correct? I think or- it's UTSA. Right? UTSA, I think, scored right before the end of they the first did, half. They did, yeah. And then I know that, um, who, who was it they played last? North Texas. Mm-hmm. They were threatening, but they were able to hold off. But still, though, don't put yourself in those situations. And the defense put themselves in that bad situation again. In this one, Rice was able to score right before the end of the first half, and they led 21-14 to 14 at the break. Uh, number five, things I didn't like, attendance. Ooh, man, it was a rough one today. 10,097 people out at the Sun Bowl for an afternoon kickoff. That's their lowest 
most attended uh, game of, of this season. We did the average, the season average, thanks to Steve Escajeda, who passed this along to me uh, as we were in the press box today. 16,811 for UTEP's 2021 season average attendance at the Sun Bowl. So it's a number mm-hmm. to know. Yeah, and you know what? No pun intended on the average, but the average fan is not going to want to go see a team, even if it is senior day, after you drop a game that you should have won against UNT, and especially when you're riding a three-game lose streak. But they were able to snap that streak in front of the 10K. Number six, as far as things I didn't like today, no Deion Hankins. Um, we saw him just play on one single play. He just pushed the pile on a jumbo package uh, formation, but we didn't see a lot of number 33 in this one. And uh, we did see his mom go back on social media, mm-hmm. and, and she was a little frustrated in the first half of this one some more deleted tweets by her yeah and you know what I guess it's frustrating because you look at a guy who had offers from Oklahoma State from Arkansas you know got some really good looks from those teams and kind of makes you wonder hey should I have gone there instead of staying home but I mean in all honesty his decision his his decision and he wants to be a key player for this minors team so uh, you know hopefully he gets some more snaps hopefully he's healthy hopefully that there's no there's no nagging injury in this situation that's where I'm siding it is now I kind of look at it in a personnel standpoint too yeah maybe who knows Um, I don't I still don't number seven. I still don't like jumbo packages. I just don't. Um, I know that they scored twice uh, with a, with Calvin Brownholtz just pushing the pile, but they also had two false start penalties that really cost them. One was oh, at the yeah. one yard line mm-hmm. at the Rice one, and the other one, um, you know, UTEP was looking like they were going to go for it on fourth down. They were backed up on. The, or it was actually a third and short. Um, instead, they had to go third and six uh, because of a false start penalty on that jumbo package. Yeah, those mistakes continue to happen this season. And, you know, good thing it was Rice tonight. Number eight, the secondary pass protection. Yeah, it just wasn't there today. They allowed 230 passing yards uh, for Rice. They didn't create a turnover again. Uh, They had a lot of opportunities to create the turnovers. Mm -hmm. And I think when they watch the film, they'll kind of realize, man, we should have got this turnover. should have got this turnover. Uh, I did write something down. UTEP has had only one sack and zero turnovers yeah. in the past three games going into today's game. Yeah, you know what? That's something that uh, that Coach Pivotal was really trying to get on, um, not get on his team about, but really uh, instill in his team is get that turnover, force that turnover. Didn't happen today. A number of opportunities, but you're right, Adrian. We see it just about every game where there's maybe three plays or so, two to three plays where the Miners could have gotten that turnover on defense, but also uh, – if we could flip things around for the offense, we see it about two, three times a day or a game rather for the Miners offense where it's a near interception. And there were a lot of them today. Uh, number nine, missed turnover opportunities. It kind of led, uh, you know, I led to that one for my previous one. Number 10, things that I didn't like, um, the field goal inside the 10. I, I just didn't like that one. When UTEP had it out of the second half. They had some nice passes to Tyron Smith, a really nice conversion to Jacob Cowing on fourth down. They go all the way to the one-yard line, a false start with the jumbo package. They only get a field goal out of this drive, 21-17 to at that point. And I was like, why are you kicking a field goal? I, I wanted them to go mm-hmm. for it, but hey, uh, UTEP played the long game. It paid off in the end. Uh, that's why they scored 24 unanswered. Let's talk about the positives, things yeah. I liked from this one. Running back Ronald Awat, nine carries, 100 
119 yards on the ground. He also had that 65-yard reception on the screen. Ronald Awad had a fantastic game. I know we we are uh, we usually talk about awards later in the in the show, but when we're talking about our Oscar Arrieta agency drive of the game, it has to be that 65. It has to be that one that Ronald Awad set up with that 65-yard screen pass play, uh, which really helped out the Miners score that touchdown to go ahead in this one in the third quarter, 24-21. That set up a Bra- uh, Calvin Brownholtz mm-hmm. touchdown, uh, but that play was huge. Yeah, because we're looking for big plays from this Miners offense, and, and you usually see them from Cowie and Garrett, and they did that tonight or today. You know, no disrespect to them, but it's time for other guys to start pitching in as well. You need that spark on offense, especially with so much talent on the offensive side. There's no reason they should be scoring 21 here or 24 there. You know, finally able to put up 38, but uh, Awalt really, uh, really doing his due diligence, not just once, but twice. They needed a touchdown at that point. Didn't get it there, but they were able to follow up that play with the touchdown and then also with his next play, uh, his next big play, rather, in the fourth quarter. Ten things I liked as we continue. Number two, Gavin Hardison's response after some struggling performances. Uh, Gavin Hardison throws for his career best 366 passing yards and a pair of touchdowns. Now, look, he had a tough part in this game because he was sacked twice. He had an interception that we just mentioned, uh, but he started off very crisp, seven for seven. He was hitting all his targets. Let's be honest. It was the passing game that opened up the run game in this one for the first time all year. They weren't relying on a balanced attack. No, they were aggressive. They knew that they had to air it out in this game, and Gavin Hardison came through early into this game and then big time in the second half. Uh, Gavin Hardison in this one, definitely my player of the game, uh, just because of what was on the line. I know Jacob Cowie. We'll get to him in just a second Mm -hmm. uh, because, of course, you know how we talked about don't take Bryson Williams for granted. (laughs) Don't take Jacob Cowing, future NFL player, for granted. Um, But first off with Gavin Hardison, he had a, a lot to uh, prove in this game. He had a, a rough three outings in UTEP's three-game losing streak, mm-hmm. and he really need to, needed to bounce back in a big way. Uh, I was very impressed with what he did in the second half. He hit everybody on the money in this yeah. one, and even that interception, you could tell he was really trying to be aggressive, and you know he forced that pass, but he was just trying to get this team to score. So uh, Gavin Hardison, very impressive to me today. And you know what? I think it was really the way that he took command of the offense as well, just being that, that leader, that general for this Miners offense, something that we've really been harping on him uh, to do. And, and I'm not saying that he did that because of us. Don't get me wrong. He could care less what we say. Uh, but but big, big credit to him for really just showing up today. And even on that interception, I don't think he really lost poise. I mean, granted, it was right before the half ended, so you have a lot of time to, to wind, wind down and, you know, reflect that but for him to come out in the second half and still lead that offense without even a shed of of memory of what happened to close it out was awesome wide receiver jacob cowing breaking records today well hasn't really broke it but he tied a program record with chuck hughes in 1965 for 13 career 100 yard receiving games jacob cowing today 11 catches season uh, career high for 170 receiving yards and then one touchdown in this game Jacob Cowing fantastic what a what a uh performance by him next week we got to look at the numbers but I can't wait to see if he has a chance to try to break the single season record Uh, and I got to go back and check some of those numbers right there I think going into today he was about 450 away from that around there so we'll get we got to see what he he's going to be at uh, going into that UAB game next week and then maybe going into that bowl game the following yeah you know what I like most about his performance today Adrian was it I mean the 170 yards is amazing but it's the number of catches it's not a three catch 
game or a four-catch game where he reels off a big play and finishes with, like, 120. No, this shows to me that he was able to be in multiple spots, uh, obviously catch the ball in multiple spots, but be a focal point of the offense in terms of them being able to move the ball, not just score, but be a pivotal part. So big, big credit to him. And then you look at the next guy in line with five catches was uh, was Garrett as well, and he has his touchdown too. So a lot of pitching in from these guys and even uh, Tyron Smith getting in on the action. Perfect segue to Justin Garrett and his game as a senior. He was honored uh, for senior day, and uh, Sal, you said it, five catches, 82 receiving yards. Very impressed with him today, and a nice touchdown cast, uh, catch to send him away here on senior day. Very impressed by Justin Garrett in this one. Yeah, I love it, and big, big shout-out to him. He was the special feature in the pregame show. Amazing interview, and uh, if I could relate to you what he said, and I'm going to paraphrase it, but John Teicher asked him what his favorite memory of of being a minor has been so far and he said it was definitely that game against Houston Baptist just being able to uh, go on and and show out for the city after the tragedy that happened and just for him to be part of that moment he said was the most special for him so big big shout out to him number five in my things that really impress me segment here on minor talk uh, the senior day celebration out at UTEP love the fact that they honored the 10 seniors who were leaving the program and all that they were able to do got a chance to see guys like Davion Inyang get uh, recognized along with all the others that we've talked about and that leads me to another senior Quadres Wadley playing starting and also getting a touchdown in his final game as a UTEP minor Quadres Wadley six years in this program has been through a lot been through a ton of injuries and for the pretty much better half of the past three years he's dealt with injuries to see Quadres Wadley on the field today and to score a touchdown that was a great moment that touchdown was huge big big moment for him and to really cap it off at home with a touchdown really made all of that worth it for him. Number seven, 24 unanswered points in the second half. Need we say more? I mean, 24 unanswered, <laughs> yeah. that, that just wins you the game right there. Yeah, there it is. Case yep. closed. Uh, number eight, defensive three and outs. I love the fact that this defense was allowing the offense to get as many opportunities as they could. The offense today finished with, uh, in this one, they finished with 366 yards in, through the air, 488 total yards. In the first half, they had only two rushing yards, but in the second half, they they stormed through the way uh, and then ended the second half with uh, 200, the 200, uh, excuse me, 120 rushing yards uh, in the second half. Um, one of the other one, notes that I put down, number nine, one McCaffrey gets to play in the Sun Bowl. How about that? No Christian McCaffrey, no, okay. but we get to see Luke McCaffrey. I like it. And you know what? Luke, another good name in Carolina. Luke Keekley. shout out to him. Don't know him, but a big fan. Hey, number 10, uh, and to round out the 10 things that impressed me, seven wins for UTEP football. Seventh time in 53 years. How about that? Only seven mm-hmm. times over 53 years that UTEP wins seven or more games in a football season. Uh, yeah, this is special. This is a milestone. I don't care what you really think about this coaching staff. I don't care what you think about this program. People have been negative about this program before. This is a major accomplishment right here. Look at the opponent. They're playing Rice. I get it. But hey, at the same point, UTEP's not beating Rice two, three years ago, a year yeah. ago, UTEP's things not, like that. UTEP's not winning in December. Yeah. November. I should say so big big credit to them for able for being able to get this win I know that they were the better team on paper obviously on the field but for them to do it and show out in the fashion uh, the way they close it out was awesome let's react to some tweets real quick and we'll fire these off 
quickly because we're getting ready for UTEP women's basketball coming up at the top of the hour with Mondo the Monster Medina. UTEP women's basketball takes on Northern Arizona. Huge game for the Miners. So pretty excited for everybody sticking around for this game. It's going to be a lot of fun. Warswick tweets the show at Sean Warswick. Got to hand it to Dimmel and his staff. They stayed the course and turned the ship around. Hats Hats off to them and the players. Uh, Herman Flores tweets the show. That's the lowest attendance of the season, right? Yeah, that's exactly right. King Eric at King Eric 17 tweets us. The run game is still non-existent. Yes, AWOD had 100 plus, but the, in the middle and toward the beginning of the third, quiet. Cowing is definitely an NFL talent. Good win, though. It's a great win. I mean, they needed this win big time. If they didn't have this win, be super disappointing, Eric. So that's all I've got to say there. Herman Flores tweets us, a win is a win, but it's so frustrating to watch this team because they shouldn't struggle to be a trash team at home with the talent that they have. So undisciplined and just a reflection of their, oh my gosh, their terrible head coach who runs an outdated and predictable offense. This is coming in from Herman Flores. Wow, I mean, people still coming in with, with some heat. Um, also tweeting us is Joe Chacon. We have the Golden Gooses here t- today. In-laws, Sandra and Steve, and the lucky neighbor, Xavier009. Uh, <laughs> they all came out for the second half, and they all watched the victory. Hashtag repping from Cali now. That's coming from Joe Chacon. You know what that means? That means that they can't leave his house and they have to watch all the games there because if they're the good luck charm, I mean, I don't know what that food bill is going to look like, but, you know. Yeah, most definitely. (laughs) I'm with you on that one. Steve on Wrestler tweets us, that second half surge on offense has not existed for UTEP in a while and what the faithful had been waiting for. We knew that they had it in them. Let the haters from the last three weeks go pound sand. Hashtag minor talk. (laughs) Hashtag thank you for covering the spread at 600 ESPN El Paso. Yeah, that's very true right there. Great, uh, Very glad that you mentioned that, Steve. Tristan Pence tweets us, Big win for UTEP football. The Miners are guaranteed a winning season and likely bowl a bowl game invitation. A bowl means more practices for a young team, and that's huge. Very, I agree with that totally. Tristan continues, the minor coaches need to figure out a way to end the first half of games without a meltdown. Hashtag minor talk. Yeah, pre- we're preaching to the choir right there, man. I mean, everybody's been thinking about that one right there. Our friend Mr. E at Edward R eight five eight nine two five zero three tweets us pumped for Black Friday at UAB. Go miners, air it out, Gavin. Wow, yeah, I'm, I'm, I hear you on that one, um, Sal. As we turn the page mm-hmm. already, quick minor talk here. How about that? We packed it all in, I and, love it. Uh, and we still got five minutes to go. So this is awesome. Um, as we turn the page, as we look toward next week against UAB. This might be a hangover game for the Blazers. They come off a very emotional oh. loss in the final Gut seconds against U- UTSC. Ha- have a chance to not just beat the un- unbeaten UTSA Roadrunners, but also still have a chance to maybe claim the West Division. If they yeah. beat UTEP next week, they would have had the West Division under the- under wraps uh, with just one loss. Well, they could have if they beat UTEP, um, or at least a share of it at that point. But point is, with mm-hmm. UAB, they had a lot to gain in that uh, that game. They have nothing to gain or lose next week against UTEP. So it might be really ha- uh, really hard for them to get up and get excited for that yeah. game. Maybe a little bit of a hangover for UAB and maybe a chance for the Miners to play spoiler and try to get to eight wins. I, it's a tough yeah. task, but hey, who knows? Yeah, well, interesting because UAB is also trying to get to eight wins. They have um, only one game really separates them in the conference standings. So assuming North Texas 
does not beat UTSA, which I don't think will be the case. Um, second place is up for grabs, really, because the Miners and the Blazers have the same overall record, but UAB is one game better in the conference. And if UTEP wins, they would have the same record, and the Miners would hold the tiebreaker. So really, all in all, third, second place really up for grabs in that game. Special thanks to the Oscar Arieta Agency for bringing us Miner Talk after every UTEP football game, after every UTEP basketball game as well. Seven locations across El Paso from the west side to Fabens. You can contact them and go online on their website, OscarArietaAgency.com, to learn more. They'll get started on a free, no-obligation policy for you. And uh, our friends at the Oscar Arieta Agency, they were giving out seat cushions today. I should have included them on my 10 things I like because those seat cushions were pretty sharp. I love those. Uh, again, UTEP defeats Rice today 38-28. to They outgain the Owls through, through total yards 488 to 390 in this one the miners had 23 first downs they were four of 11 on third down conversions in this one uh, they actually won time of possession which is so key in this one uh, rice always prides themselves on winning time of possession they won 31 minutes and 15 seconds to rice's 28 minutes and 45 seconds uh, for this game uh, utep was sacked twice they had no sacks on their side but they did have four tackles for losses and uh, I yeah. thought that was pretty significant in the run game. Very, very nice job uh, by the Miners. But, Sal, as we look toward next week, as UTEP has UAB, they have a chance to get eight wins. What do you think? You know what? It's going to be tough. It's a road game as well. But if, if they're able to get that win, obviously, how about this, Adrian? It would be the biggest win of the season. Yeah, it would be, hands down, against a, a yeah. quality opponent like UAB. So I, I agree with you there, Sal. Um, if you missed any of this abbreviated Minor Talk, you could check us out on our podcast channel, Minor Talk, wherever you get your podcast uh, you could also check us out 600 ESPN El Paso.com that's where we've got the recap up on the website photos by our friend George Salgado which I'm really fired up about as well uh, and this one is in the books Gavin Hardison he throws for 366 passing yards he wins our golden nugget award brought to you by legacy wellness CBD in this one after his effort two touchdown passes he had one interception that was very costly but the way that he was able to rebound in this one uh, that really shows uh, what Gavin Hardison is really made of. So that'll pretty much do it for us, Sal. Any final thoughts as we uh, wrap this up and send it out to the Haskins Center with Mondo the Monster Medina? Final thoughts. Shout out to UTEP women's volleyball team for having an amazing season. Great call. They fell to Western Kentucky today, but the championship is set. I think Rice and Western, but shout out to the volleyball team. Amazing season. Amazing season by Ben Wallace and amazing job by you, Sal Montes. Oh, you are baby. right back here uh, with Mondo the Monster Medina coming up next. UTEP defeats Rice in football 38-28. to We'll send you out to the Haskins Center in just a little bit. The UTEP women's basketball program takes on Northern Arizona for Sal I'm Adrian Broadus saying so long and thanks for listening to Minor Talk brought to you by the Oscar Addy at the Agency on From 600 ESPN El Paso. Sports spoken here. 600 ESPN El Paso is KROD El Paso. A Town Square Media Station.